you were sent on an important mission for the Galactic Concord. The Seren Ru, an aggressive alien species from beyond the bounds of known space, have been making increasingly bolder raids into Concord space. On a recent raid, they captured the high-ranking Concord ambassador, Talo Kerstor. You were sent to rescue him. Everything was going perfectly. You quietly maneuvered your starship, the Lancelot, into an empty hangar bay on the Seren Ru space station prison. Then you made your way to the detention block, located the ambassador, and returned to the hangar. Now, all you have to do is to get aboard your ship and take off. You open the door to the hangar and pause. A squadron of Seren Ru surge soldiers stands in front of your ship. One of the soldiers stares directly at you and shouts, Hold right there! What are you gonna do? Welcome to Roleplay Rescue's Solo Journal, Episode 2. My name is Che Webster, and it's time to continue Solo A Module Month 2019. We reach for the stars and grasp them. Starships travel faster than the speed of light. Humans terraform deadly worlds into paradises. Strange aliens lurk at the fringes of human space. Imagine yourself 500 years in the future when these things are all true. Then get ready for adventure in the far reaches of known space. Escape from BXT 13. Hi guys, it's uh, time to try and steal a little bit of time gaming. Get me dice. Um, always like doing that. <laughs> bit of alternity. Um, you know, I, first episode I felt, I don't know, <laughs> it was a skirmish of the game. And listening back to it, as I have done, to sort of edit it and put it out, I don't know if it was a bit dull actually, so if it was, I'm sorry guys. Um, I needed to learn how to play the game. I needed to do the rules thing. And I also wanted to be faithful to the starter set. I um, tried to let you in, I suppose. 
couple of things I missed out. I did actually record a piece about transferring one of the characters, but it was so long and, and very dull that I decided not to put it into the last episode. But there were a couple of things that were missed. Um, so original alternative had a stat, six stats, which you sort of I kind of divided um, points into, and there's kind of a total stat value of about sixty points for a starting character. And the new alternative has a starting total of about twelve. Everything starts. Um, all the stats are on a scale from 1 to 10. The average human is a 3. And you start with a 3. And the max you can have as a starting character uh, is a 6. And the lowest you can have is 3. The characters are above average. So I pretty much transferred the characters that were in those original portfolios in this box set um, across the new game. The three characters kind of faithfully as I could. But there's a couple of bits there. I think you might have caught that skills are a total of a particular stat and some skill ranks and what you do to work out the number you require on your d20 roll is you add up those two scores and you take it away from 20 so for example um, looking at benito riccardi's character sheet here his athletic skill is based on strength his strength is five he has four skill points in there or points of uh, skill in athletics um, so that's nine if we take that away from 20 we get a base score of 11 he needs to score 11 or more for um, a sort of ordinary success, really, or a standard success. And then if every five uh, points above that you succeed, you get a, an improvement. So an excellent success is on a 16 for him with athletics, and a stellar success is on 21. And the excellent and stellar successes often give you bonuses to things like damage or other kind of outcomes. It's kind of cool. So that's the basics, really. Um, today we're going to go into the box, and I'm going to try playing one of the modules. Um so I guess I better sort of do that. Um, here's the box. <laughs> uh, putting out the adventures book. So obviously I don't want to spoil this for myself. I'm trying to do a solo game, a solitaire game. Um, the last thing you want to do is sort of spoil the adventure. So you don't want to look ahead too far. Um, so the booklet has a full introduction section. I'm going to go away and read that and a bit about preparing for play. And some tips in there. Um, oh, post-cognition, a reminder that Day of Tarko, who I have converted across, has post-cognition ability. And then over the page, some stuff on improving them as you go up levels. So there's obviously an encouragement here to play multiple adventures. And there are th three in the booklet. Yeah. Uh, to play multiple adventures and sort of up your level as you go. So that's all cool. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, I'm going to go Ray and read, basically. I'll catch you on the flip side. Okay, so just to recap, I've got three characters in play. The captain of the starship is Captain Manx Gustafsson. He's the leader. He's pretty handy in a, a battle, but his real job is to sort of lead the team. Um, and he's got a range of different skills. He's kind of handy. Standing next to him is Benito Riccardi. Benito's the really the combat specialist. He's the guy with the quantum rifle and um, the bad attitude. Ex-Marine, ready to go. And finally, I've got Dia Fataco, who really, she is the investigator from the ship. She's also a mentalist. She's also got some ESP powers. And therefore, she can be kind of, you know, a bit of a wild card. So, it's Manx, Dia and Benito, and they've just been challenged by the Surge soldiers.
You know what? Looking at this scene as written very briefly, um, and what it lays out here is the options are kind of... Remember, this is written for a GM to run his very first scenario. And it's got options for surrendering, trying to trick them, trying to run away, or going straight into combat. And it's quite heavily suggested here that there's probably going to be a combat on the hands against these surge soldiers. But I'd like to try and trick him. I know that Captain Manx would want to try and step up and trick them, try and convince them that we are hired mercenaries um, and we are transferring this ambassador to another uh, Serenru base. But because that could come down to a single die roll and be very unsatisfactory, I mean, you know, it could be over in seconds. And for some reason, I feel like this scene just needs that a little bit more. I'm going to pull a tool out of my GM box, which is what the angry GM calls an interaction zine. So very simply, I'm going to give the surge soldiers um, some objections to um, these guys being there. My first objection is that they're not human. And I think this is quite a big one. I need to think about how strong this is. Um, and the Angry GM advisors are kind of like 1 to 10 scale. I think this kind of a, it's kind of pretty big. It's probably worth like 6. You know, they're not human and these are alien soldiers who don't truck much with non-humans. Second thing is, they don't have clearance. Uh, so they don't have clearance documents. Um, and I'm going to make that a, a kind of an important one. That's a four. And then I'm going to... Is there anything else I can think of? Um, we've never heard... We've never heard of alien agents. That's not going to be a big... I'm going to give that a two. So I've got a six, a four, and a two is my ratings on three objections. And now it's up to my players... You know, if this was a face-to-face -face game, they wouldn't necessarily know these objections, but we would have this conversation, and um, I would see if I could knock those down. Uh, so that's what I'm going to kind of do now. I'm going to play that out as um, a scene. So Captain Manx steps up. Well, guys, hold it. We are working with you. We are your allies. We're transferring the ambassador here to another base, and we're under strict orders, you know, to get him out quickly and quietly without anyone knowing. The NCO of the Surge Soldiers... What do you mean? Transferring. I've never heard of aliens, alien agents, working with us and transferring prisoners around. What evidence do you have that you are actually one of us? I think there's a moment here for Dia Fitargo. She's the investigator. I'm not going to use her psychic powers because she really can't do telepathy. But what she can do, she's um, a little bit of a computer whiz. And all I'm going to do is I'm going to play her hero point. Everyone gets, by the way, one hero point. I'm going to use it in a slightly unusual way. I'm going to play that point. to see if she actually pre-prepared some computerized documents and whether she can quickly cheat, um, sort of tweak those. So um, we're just going to test her computer skill. She needs a 12 or more. I think trying to fake an, an alien species documents is probably a two-step penalty. So that D6 is coming off a D20 roll. She got an 18 with a minus 1, so a 17. So she passes. She has some documents. Dear Fataco steps forward and says, With respect, uh, Corporal, I do have clearance documents here. And she holds out her data pad. The guy takes a look at it, and he can see those documents are looking good. We know that they're, we already know, don't we, that they're okay. So I'm going to cross that objection off. No clearance documents. Manx is going to say, you see, look, we've got clear authority from your government and we are just alien agents. 
And for this, I'm going to allow him to be persuasive. He can try and influence the guy and convince him that even though they've never heard of alien agents, this is completely fine. His influence gets a plus one step bonus because he's got, he is the leader of the party and he has that little bonus. Um, and he needs a nine or more. So I'm going to make that a straight up roll with a plus four bonus to sort of get rid of that objection. He's got a nine. Just succeeded. So we can cross the objection off. So the only thing left is that they're not human. The corporal says, yes, but I don't care. You're not human, and we are sworn enemies of the Concord. You look more like Concord agents to me than you do anything else. One of the things the module states here is that the, the search soldiers have quantum pistols or quantum blasters, which are more like carbine-like weapons. And I noticed that Benito's got a quantum rifle. So I kind of think maybe he got this off a Serenru soldier. Benito is going to step up and go, hey, dude, seriously, where would I get a quantum rifle from if we weren't one of your allies? This is a clear deception check, 16 or more on the D20 to succeed, and he fails. That particular line of argument isn't convincing. The corporal says, you could easily have taken that off the body of any of our soldiers. In fact, I feel like I ought to confiscate it from you. What are we going to do to just knock down that not-human objection? The ambassador weakly grumbles under his breath. Damn traitors! Can't believe you sold out the Concord like this. Let me go, you fiends! Let me go! Manx leaps on this opportunity and goes, Look, you shut your head. We are taking you out of here, and there's nothing you can do about it. Is the corporal convinced? It's a weak one, and they don't really trust anyone here. But I'm going to give Manx uh, that deception role. Now, he doesn't have a deception skill. It's a personality trait. He has a 6 in that. Makes his basic skill in that a 14. Okay. So we're going to make a roll. I'm going to give him a step penalty because the ambassador is not particularly convincing. He's rolled a 15 with a minus 1 is a 14. He just succeeded. The corporal is actually convinced. But are all the guards convinced? That's a good question. There are 10 of them. I think it's a fairly good chance if their officer is up for it that they would be up for it too. But I'm going to draw one of my GM Apprentice cards. I'm going to give it good odds. Is, are all the soldiers convinced? That's my question. Good odds on that. Let's turn the card. Yes, they are. The corporal snaps to attention, salutes to Max and Manx and sort of gestures that he should go past. And the three... Uh, heroes forming a triangle around the ambassador as they escort him towards their spaceship begin to move across the hangar. A powerful hum fills the hangar bay as a small pod-shaped vessel enters through the magnetic field that separates the bay from space. The pod, a three-metre sphere, drifts towards you. As it draws closer, metal appendages extend and unfold from the pod, revealing a wicked combination of jagged blades, sharp-tipped spears and the twin barrels of some kind of projectile weapon. A mechanical voice echoes from the pod. I am a Ripper attack robot, model XX219. Attack is unwise, as I cannot be defeated. Death to the organic entities. The robot surges forward. The instructions in the module tell me to call for action checks. So we're looking for initiative tricks in the new rules. That's pretty simple. Everyone makes an initiative roll. And that orders them on the two-round initiative tracker. Each round is eight phases. And each action takes a number of phases 
um, around that track and you kind of keep moving around. So that's not a problem. I'm just going to make those rolls and we'll go from there. Captain Manx has a three-step bonus. That puts him for D4, D6 to D8 and he needs a 12 or more. He's rolled an 8, which means he fails, and he will go on phase 2. And by, Actually, instead of the tokens I used before, I'm actually going to use dice, and I'm just putting a d6 with the number 1 on it, and a white d6 with number 1 on, it, on my track. Because it's easy, I've got character 1, 2, and 3. Benito Riccardi is an initiative of 11, and he's making his roll. He's got a 15, so he's going in phase 1. And then D of Targo, initiative requirement of 10. She has a one-step bonus, plus D4. She's got a four and failed. She's going on the track in phase two as well. Now I just need to roll for the other combatants. Looking at the scenario, it's clear that the Ripper robot is supposed to be part of the Serenry Armed Forces. I'm going to have the guards actually not act uh, and diver basically um, for the first round um, so that's pretty straightforward I'm just going to pop them on the uh, on the tracker um, on initiative 2 phase 2 and I'm going to roll for the ripper before I can do that I kind of need to convert the ripper so all I've done is make a quick judgment call it looks like the surge troopers are kind of pretty standard soldiers so I've just grabbed some guard stats out of the alternative rulebook and then for the ripper um, I went to the back for the uh, quick adversaries table and I decided to make that a champion um, difficulty. You've got kind of like minions and you've got kind of like champions and bosses. And um, I've just gone for, as it's with the guards, I'm kind of pick, pitching this as a champion. It's going to be a pretty tough fight. Um, we'll see how that goes. So I just need to roll initiative for the um, Ripper. So it's standard initiative roll is 16. It's failed, so it will be reacting a little bit slower. Use a weedy dice to mark that. Okay. Um, yeah, we're kind of ready to go. First to act is Benito Riccardi, who figures that you ain't gonna reason with a robot, and that thing's coming in hot. So he pulls down his quantum rifle. I figure that, as he was indicating the weapon a few seconds ago, it's probably in his hand. I'm gonna have him take aim at the big robot, at the Ripper, and blast it with his quantum rifle. So that's an energy weapon attack, with each plus one with his rifle specialism anyway, and an extra plus two for aiming, because he's a sniper, that makes him D8 up on the attack roll. He needs 10 or more to hit. He's got a total of 17, which is actually an excellent hit. The damage off the weapon is, with an excellent hit, 2d12. Grabbing those dice. 2d12. 12 points of damage. We look on the Ripper's damage track. The 12 or more is... Um, an incapacitating hit. Benito's quantum rifle shot slams into the robot and sparks fly around it as it uh, reels from the hit. That's enough to tell the Surge soldiers, by the way, that there is actually a fight. Riccardi takes an action with a... His weapon is a speed of four, 
aiming as an extra one, so he moves five phases around the track. Next to act then, first in, last out, is Manx. Manx Gustafsson doesn't have a charge pistol in hand, so he's going to basically ready his weapon. That's an interact action. Interactions are just one impulse. Pumps him one along the track. Then it's DF Targo. DF, <clears throat> whoa, he does have laser pistol. Again, doesn't have it in hand. Um, they've been trying to play it cool. So she's going to draw hers, puts her into the next phase. Next to act is the robot. The Ripper has opens up with its multiple lasers. It's got kind of a Ripper blade things and Ripper projectiles, according to this. So it's going to open up with ranged weapons. It's a Ripper projectile weapon. These are 16 or more to hit. Who's it targeting? Probably the most dangerous thing in the area, which is Benito Ricardo. Benito's not um, evading or anything, so he's up for a straight up shot. The creature or robot opens fire. Rolls a four and misses. Gonna treat the gun up action as a three impulse action. Which means to bring to the surge soldiers to start to react. They all bring their weapons to bear. Um, I'm guessing they'd start to kind of holstering them, so I'm going to basically make them all make uh, one action to like ready their weapons. This kind of buys the heroes just that little bit of time. So it's impulse three, first in, last out. Captain Manx is first in. He's got his uh, charge pistol in hand. I'm going to have him um, move forward towards the um, starship, um, and he can move up to uh, 20 meters. He's not wearing his heavy armor. He's wearing the normal sort of jumpsuit that they wear uh, on uniform, which is light armor. But there we go, he can move 20 meters. I'm gonna have him move forward. He could move at full speed, or he can attack and just move two meters. Um, right now we need to get rid of that bloody robot. So um, I'm gonna have him evade and aim and kind of try and make the attack. His pistol um, acts on, a on speed four. Trying to dodge and trying to aim adds it up two, so it's going to move him six around the track. So next round, um, but he does get to make his shot. He's got a pistol specialism, so with his firearm skill, he gets a plus one step bonus as he tries tries to shoot. I think we're going to have to go for the robot. So he's going straight for the robot got a 17 in total which is an excellent hit that means his damage goes from 1d8 uh, plus 1 to 1d8 plus 6 d8 rolls an 8 nice so 14 damage on the robot he's actually a second shot that knocks it into critical damage and incapacitates it the robot goes down in flames crashing into the deck Woohoo! Next to act is DF Targo, and I'm going to have her use a skill. I'm going to have her try and intimidate them. I'm going to use her coercion skill. So she's like, pistol in hand, pointing at the guards, going, Seriously? You want to take us on? See what we just did to your ripper? And um, kind of points and waving her gun around. So, it normally will be a 15. I think as we're in a combat situation, it's going to be a, a big penalty to that. I think minus three steps seems reasonable. But she's waving her gun around minus one and she's they've just taken out the ripper another minus one so I'm going to do this at a total of minus one step a minus d4 on the dice 
15 or more required. She's got an 18, minus one is a 16. It's good enough. She has actually managed to intimidate the guards. Do they? Hmm, so this is a straight up question. I need to know whether they sort of surrender or whether they just sort of back off and let them go or, or what? I think it seems, in my mind, most likely that they might actually kind of uh, not so much give up, but be hesitant. Okay, so I'm going to ask that question. Are they hesitant? And I think there's a good chance of that. So I'm pulling my card. Get a yes. All right. So that means I'm going to have them dither about. In game turns, I'm going to have them dither for 1d4 plus 1 phases. And I rolled a 1, so that's 2 phases. Hmm, not quite enough. It's going to put them acting still just ahead of the next hero. Dia, however, having used a skill is 3. Um, and she's up on phase impulse 6. Phase 5. It's the guards. What do they do? Guns in hand, having just watched the robot go down, but they decide they do outnumber the guys. So they're going to open fire. And there are 10 of them. Eek! I'm going to have three shots on each of the heroes to start with. And so Dear Fatago is the first to come under fire. These guys, um, their attack is a 15 or more. They've got a plus one step bonus. What I'm going to do is I'm going to roll the step bonus die. I'm going to roll 3d20s to speed up my dice rolling. Um, just to see kind of how we get. Alright, so they rolled a 1 on the, the step bonus. Um, two of the shots miss, one hits and slams into deer on a, six, a 21 in total, which for them is an excellent hit. So she's hit by a pistol round. Damage is d6 plus 5. d6 plus 5. They rolled 5. Plus 5 is 10. Deer takes a serious wound. And eek! Three more shots are going towards Manx, who is evading and dodging. That means there's a one step penalty on the suit of soldiers. Straight up dice rolls, the 15s. And none of them have hit. Shots ping around Manx's head. And Benito's standing there with his big gun. He's under fire too. You got a three on their bonus die. Highest roll is a 15. One hit on him. It's a standard hit though, so d6 plus one damage. Four. Four is a light wound, which is otherwise no effect. So, the soldiers move three round the track. Brings us now to Benito Riccardi. Benito's going to start moving forward. He's going to start evading. Um, which slows down his actions, but he's going to open up with that quantum rifle, try and take down um, one of the nearest guys. So, one, two, three, four, five around the track. Makes his attack roll. He's not aiming this time, so he's just got a plus one step bonus. Here we go. 17 total of 20. That's a stellar hit. 2d12 damage on the surge soldier that he's hitting. Boom! I've got a 12 in total. Um, that incapacitates one of the surge soldiers. There are nine left. Nice one, Ricardo. Benito. Ricardo's good. Next act is Deer Fataco. Deer, lace pistol in hand, is going to start again, ducking and weaving forward, moving two meters forward, trying to evade and shoot. 
even her four-runner track because the Lance Pistol is a little bit faster than shooting. She's rolled 22 in total, which again is a stellar hit. The damage is D6 plus 6. Come on! She's rolled a total of 10, which takes out one of the soldiers. There are 8 left. Nice one, dear. Keep it on going. Next to act are the surge soldiers themselves. So, there are 8 left. I'm going to put fire down, so we've got 3, 6, 9. So yeah, 2 shots against um, Dia as she moves forward. They get a penalty against them because she's evading, so the straight rolls, and they both miss. 2 shots against Manx Gustafsson, also ducking and weaving as he moves forward. Sorry, it should be 3 shots against him. 2 of them have hit, this could be bad. They've got 2 armour points, I keep forgetting they've got 2 armour points. Um, Armour reduces the damage, so this is going to be D6, this is D6 plus 1, um, 2 shots going in. So first one does 2 points, but that's ignored by her armour of 2, and the second one does five point, no, 4 points, sorry, which is reduced to 2. That gives him a simple graze, so just one graze hit on his, on his damage track, no particular penalties there. So that's five of them. That's three shots left to go in against the ducking and diving Benito Riccardi. Straight rolls. <coughs> None of them here. Moving them around the track. No problem. Okay. Second round, first phase is Captain Manx. Gonna keep him duffing and ducking and diving with his charge pistol as he tries to gun another one down and trying to close on the ship. Yeah, here comes the shot. He's in the left. Got a 20 in total, which is an excellent hit. D8 plus 6 damage. 9, puts one of them on minus 2. Minus 2 penalty, he's very badly wounded. He's serious wound. But that's Manx done. Next up is Dia. Dia Tiger is going to try and shoot the same guy that Manx just took out, actually. Um, try and put him down. So she's going to duck and dive. She's also going to aim for an extra D, D, 1D step. So she goes up to a D8 step. Four round the track. She got a 21 in total, which is a good hit. D6 plus 6 for damage. She's got um, 7, which is another serious wound. He hasn't got a box, it incapacitates him. That guy's down. There are 7 soldiers left. Nice one. Next to act is first in the box is Benito, so he's opening up with a quantum rifle again, evading as he moves forward. Gonna give him real penalty by aiming as well, put him six around the track. One, two, three, four, five, six. But he gets plus three steps when he's aiming, so that's pretty cool. Plus D8 in total. Needs. If there's any weapons, ten or more. He's got a ten. He's just got a hit. 26 damage on a soldier. Five points gives the guy minus one penalty. So seven of them are up, but one of them has got a bad wound. A serious wound, in fact. Okay, that's him. It's now time for the surge soldiers. There are seven of them. One of them's firing at a minus one penalty. It seems reasonable that he would shoot at Benito. His shot's shooting back at him. But possibly he gets plus default. So it's minus default. If I could do the maths in here. Mostly four rolled out zero in total. Not happening. And then there are six other soldiers, so two on each. All of them with a penalty, a uh, straight roll because they're at minus one. Because the guys are evading. Benito's shots. One of them hits him, 
with a um, an excellent hit actually. So D6 plus five damage. Eight. Last two is six. Gives him a second light wound. There's no actual effect on him beyond the fact that he's wearing out his light wound boxes. D is under fire from two of them. Um, both have managed to hit her D6 plus one twice. This is not going to be good. Uh, a two is absorbed by her armor. An eight isn't. It's reduced to a six and gives her a light wound. No effect yet, but she is wounded. And then Captain Gustafsson, two shots. Both of them miss. Okay. Three there. Guides move around the track. <clears throat> Next impulse is six when something's happening. It's Captain Manx up. He's going, him and Dio seem to be kind of teaming here. So I'm gonna have him go for uh, one of the uninjured guys. He's gonna uh, duck and weave and aim. Rolls to hit. 10 is narrow miss. Ooh, this is not good. Next in. Dear Fatago, she's going to try and take that wounded guy down. She keeps seeing these guys getting injured, goes for them. Try and get the guy. She needs 10 or more on an energy weapon. She's got 25, which is a stellar hit. Stellar hits do d6 plus 6. Um, she's rolled 10, so takes him out. So the wounded guy is down, there are six of them left. Dia's done her job. Next to act are the surge soldiers. Um, there are Six left, two shots on each. Everybody's ducking and diving, so it's straight rolls. Um, Benito, under fire, missed. Captain Manx, under fire, missed. Dia, under fire, one hit, D6, plus one. It's a seven, reduced to a five, it is a second graze. She really can't afford to take any more damage. But we're good. Benito himself, it's been like chugging around slowly with his rifle, but he is having an impact, isn't he? They're going to continue moving forward. He's ducking and diving, and he's also aiming. It means he's, he's taking six phases to do his shots, but you know, he does get like plus one, three steps. So plus D8 on his shot. Uh, we got an 11, which is enough to hit. That's 2D6 damage on a surge soldier. He's just rolled nine, which gives that guy a minus two penalty. He's badly wounded. <coughs> nice shot, Benito. Next, it's the Surge Soldiers again. There are six of them. One of them's got a minus two shot. So I'm going to have him go against Benito at minus two. Just going to roll him separately. He missed. And the other guy against Benito just rolls and also misses. And then two shots on Dia. One hit. D6 minus, uh, plus one is a five. Reduced to three because of her armor. A three is a graze. And she can take that. That's not too bad. Um, and then Manx, two shots. One of them's an excellent hit, D6. Whew, D6 plus five. Total of seven, reduced to five. Gives him a light wound. These guys are getting a bit battered, but they are holding in there. All right, next to act is Dia Fatago. She's going to try for that injured guy with a laser pistol. Ducking and diving as she moves towards the ship. We must be getting pretty close to it now. Um, I'm going to actually roll how many phases are they away. D4 plus 1. They are 4 away from getting to the ship. 4 moves. That's 1 for her. So she's going to yeah, just take a shot with a laser pistol, really, and duck and weave as she goes. Makes it 4 steps around the track. 
two step bonus, d6. So, d20, uh, 19 in total, which is a excellent hit. Um, d6 plus 6. There are weapons, just 10, she takes him out. There are five soldiers left in. The scenario says when you get down to five, when it's their go, they're going to need to sort of check and see if they hold in there. Manx is next to act. He's charged pistol and he's moving forward towards them. Charge pistol in hand and opening fire. Plus two step bonus, d20 plus d6. He's got a 12, that's a hit. Standard hit, d8 plus one. Got a total of two. It's just a light wound, no real penalty. <coughs> okay. Now it's time for the soldiers to act. Right, do the soldiers stand down? It seems like a really bad odds, I would suggest. Drawing the cards? No, they don't. Okay, so they're going to continue firing. There are five up. I'm going to have the big guy with the big gun. He's going to get two of those shots. It comes Benito. One of them hit you, dude. D6. Plus one. Five reduced to three. Is a graze. Benito takes a graze. Two on the leader. Straight up shots, one hits, d6 plus one, five reduced to three, second graze. Manx is actually now at the point where he's got a light wound he can take and then it's going to go up to moderate and he starts taking penalties and everything, so it's not looking so good. And one shot on d target. They got a hit, d6 plus one, five, four, three. He's a graze again. She's actually in the worst state. She has a she has a serious wound. I just realised she has a serious wound, and I've not been taking that into account. She should be at minus two on everything she's doing. Great. Um, move the troopers round. It, speaking of, it's Benito's turn. Quantum rifle time. <laughs> and firing and ducking and diving. Really do need to aim, I think. Gods, 14. That's a hit. 2d8 damage. Come on. 5. That's enough to kick that guy to a minus 1. The guy who's already injured. Next round is DF Targo. Oh, okay. So she has a normal plus 2 bonus. That's now wiped out. Straight dice rolls unless she aims. Gonna have a running forward. She's 2 away. She's got 21. That's a stellar hit. D6 plus 6. Come on! She's got a 7. Makes that guy onto a minus 2 penalty. Okay, next to act on the surge soldier. She's got the guy on a minus 2 penalty. Shooting back at the uh, Missed. And then two shots on each of the guys. Straight rolls. Uh, both miss. And both miss. Nice. It's getting a little bit stressful. <laughs> okay, next to act, Captain Manx Gustafsson. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right, two away from the ship. Thing is, these guys are getting so many more shots against. The bad guys are getting so many more shots. It's difficult. He's going to shoot. Six in total. Right. 19, that's an excellent hit. D8 plus 6. That's 11. Gonna take down our injured guy. There are four left. 
Now it's the third soldiers again. There are four of them. Okay, two shots on Captain. Both miss. One shot on Dia. Miss. One shot on Benito. Ooh, miss. Keep rolling really low. Twos and threes. Awesome. Well, from my point of view. Right. Um, quantum rifle time. No penalties. Plus D8. Go. Bam. Twenty. Oh, okay. St stellar hits. Two D12 damage. Twelve. Ten. Takes one out straight away. Blam. Three to go. Surge soldiers um, are getting close to moving again. It's Dia. I'm going to have her run outright for the ship. Um, and she's going to duck and dive as she does so. So, an all moves two makes it three impulse action, and two, three puts her into the round with the other guys. Hmm. The soldiers. There are three remaining. One shot on each person, I suppose. Shoot at Dia. Missed. Shoot at Benito. Missed. Shooting at. Manx. Oh, missed. Okay, moving on three round. We're all acting on phase eight of this round, starting with the captain himself. He's four meters away, to move two meters. Duck, weave, and evade, and try and aim as well. He's an 11. Hold a three. So it's not so good. Next in the box is Benito. Going for a quantum rifle shot. He's got a D8 bonus. He's rolled 15. That's a excellent hit to 12 damage. Sorry, damage roll 7. Minus 2 penalty on one of the guys he's wounded. Then it's Dia. She's at the ship. She's going to rush on board, run through the ship towards the bridge. Start bringing the ship systems up, which would be kind of cool. It's time for the soldiers. Three left, one of them wounded with a minus two penalty. He's shooting at Captain Manx. 16, the minus two is 14, is a miss. And a straight shot of Benito, nine, a miss. Okay, Dia's on board the ship. She's gonna start bringing the systems online, so that's her skill roll. Just trying to bring them, the weapon systems up and everything up online, but I don't think there's any real die roll for that because we're not trying to stop her. The soldiers then have got two shots. So one shot on minus two penalty on Captain. Misses. And two shots on Benito. Three of them out there. Both miss. Sweet three. Okay, so it's the captain. He's gonna be on the gangplank of the ship <coughs> at the end of the phase, and he's gonna shoot from there. On the wound penalties. Six remaining. Trying to sixteens. Excellent hit. The eight plus six damage. Nine takes that winded guy down. There are two left out there. Okay, Benito is not gonna aim, not gonna dodge. He's moving up to the, the onto the gangplank and then opening fire with his weapon. That's a hit. Sixteen. That's actually an excellent hit, TD12 damage. Four. Wounds one guy's at minus one penalty. <laughs> okay. So it's Deer's action. She starts to bring up the gangplank that they're on. That's her her thing. The soldiers act. Uh, how long is it going to take the gangplank to go? D4 rounds? D4 phases? 
two phases. Okay, so by the time we get to the end of the round, the tank will be up. The soldiers are going to make those two soldiers going to make last desperate shots. Then one at each guy. Benito is missed. Captain is excellent hit. D6 plus D6 plus five. You get seven. That's five. He takes a second one. Ooh. Okay. Um, and the soldiers move around to the first phase of the next round. The gate closes at the end of the round and effectively ends the combat. Okay, so I didn't read ahead in the module, so I've now got an interesting situation. What's supposed to happen is when the Ripper Rover goes down, there's a guy appears on the Lancelot's gangplank. I'm going to have him in the ship, so I'm going to have Dia Fatago facing him inside the ship. And the threat posed by the Ripper Robot dealt with inside the starship you suddenly see a tall figure standing in the hatchway he wears dark red armour that appears more massive and ornate than the type worn by the surge soldiers he carries a nasty looking energy weapon you thought to escape? the armoured warrior asks I don't think so no one escapes from my prison station surrender you are now in the custody of Warden, Warden Pludon of the Seren Rue yeah. This guy is clearly meant to be a boss, so I'm going to have the stats for the boss. It's going to grab that out, and then we're going to play this combat out. So, Warden Cludon. His initiative's on a 16. <coughs> He's failed, so he starts on phase 2. Let's run through the others. Magnus gets a plus 3 step bonus to his initiative roll. And he is... Stella. So he goes absolutely first. Benito, straight roll, needs an 11, he fails. Benito goes in behind Serenru. And Dia gets a plus one bonus on her roll. Needs 10. She's got failed. We've taken a So basically, you can imagine this guy. We've got Dia at one end of the tunnel at the bridge. The other two guys come at the other end. He sort of stepped out into the middle. It's going to be interesting. Looking at the module, the warden has a quantum disruptor. I'm going to treat that as the same stats as uh, Benito's blaster right now because uh, it's just quick. And we'll go from there. First to act is Captain Manx. Manx is just going to put his charge pistol and take a shot. Um, I'm going to have a name. Shoots along the corridor. Bam. 15 is enough to hit with a standard hit, the 8 plus 1 damage, the 8 plus 1, 7, which is a severe wound on the boss. <laughs> That's one of his four boxes. Eek! The warden goes next. His attack. He's going to attack Deer because A, she's wounded, and B, she's near the bridge, which is a risk threat to him. He's a 16 or more to hit. Yes. <laughs> kind of cool. Next to act is Benito. <laughs> you know, he pulls his quantum rifle. Gonna, yeah, just take a shot, I think. Aim and shoot. And yeah, he's got an interesting thing. He could charge, he could move towards the guy and shoot and get a plus one step. Aim. I'm not sure on how far away the wall is down the tunnel, really. I guess I could do that by dice. Let's do 2d6 meters. So he is 9 meters away. 
okay. Well, I can close with him in being close combat. Right, so you're going to charge him down, blasting away with his gun as he goes. If you need it, rolled a total of 10. It's just barely enough to hit. 2d6 damage against Cludon. 4 is just going to be a light wound. Okay, so moderate wound is a minus one step penalty, which is kind of to get. Oh, and he's already taken a minus two step penalty from earlier injury, so that's nice. I really have to remember these penalties. Next to act, the Iftargo. The uh, laser shot from the carriage. She's going to take cover behind the um, doorway. Okay, so that kind of makes her heart hit. Going to reposition herself. Yeah, against cover, one impulse. That takes her to phase three, and she can act again, so she's going to basically use a laser pistol shot with an aim. She is, of course, wounded. Takes it down to one step back focus. She's got a ten. It's just enough to hit. D6 plus zero damage. Three. A three on him is not going to be of much consequence, but there we go. Cludon acts in at minus two penalty. Opens up with his ripper thing, this blastery, nasty, what's it? Quantum Disruptor. Okay, he needs a 16 hit. He's gonna aim, he's gonna shoot a deer, she's in cover, so that evens out, it's a straight roll, but minus two step out D6. 16 required, he's rolled eight. That's a miss. Seeing that um, his mate's about to arrive into combat, Captain's going to take a shot. It's going to be a minus one step penalty because his mate's in the way. And if he misses, he has a chance of hitting Benito. But hey, let's give it a go. Gonna aim. So it gives him. Oh, just dropped dice on the floor. Always typical. Right. Um, missed. Gotta roll again to see if I hit my dude. And I have hit my dude. No! The 8 plus 1! The 8 plus 1 on my own guy. 7, reduced to 5. Whew, so like really puts a minute marker. A moderate wound as he shoots Benito in the back, which is not in the slightest bit good. Right, it's Benito himself. Just been shot in the back, he's now in close combat with this creature. Um, and I suddenly realise he doesn't have any close combat weapons. I'm gonna try and like butt whip the guy. So. <laughs> With the melee improvised melee weapon, is it minus one to hit? His melee skill, strength or agility, which is better. Agility is six. He's a 14. So, uh, minus one to the penalty. He needs 14. And he's got 13. Which is annoying. But there we go. Shooting from the other direction is DM. She's going to open up with a laser pistol. She's injured, so she's got. She's in cover, remember, so she's rolled an 8, which is a miss. It's not going so well, is it? Start a new round, but there's time for Kudon. Pull the knife. Readying a weapon into that is Benito. Benito can narrowly move quicker with his rifle butt in hand, so he's going to try and attack. So 14 ice with a minus 2 step penalty, he's missed. The bad guy attacking Benito with his knife. 16. He's got a 16. That's a hit. The D6 plus one damage. <coughs> Three. 
take two off of. So, sorry, it's four less two for the uniform armor. It's two. It gives him a graze. He's beneath a graze. Well, actually, because he's wounded. Anyway, it just sort of glasses off his two armor. Not bad. I can live with that. Captain Manx. I'm going to take that long range shot. Going to aim. Plus two step bonus. 23, it's a stellar shot. So it's D8 plus 6 physical damage. That's a 9. That sticks a second uh, heavy wound, serious wound, onto Kudon. D is taking a shot from behind the door. Plus two step bonus. No, what was my roll? 17 is an excellent hit. D6 plus 6 damage. Come on! Seven. It's another serious wound. Strange enough, he's down to three boxes now. That's cool. We're slamming into him with the damage, which is good. Next is Benito with his rifle butt up close. Ah, miss. It's just a punching bag, isn't it? Clued on. Sixteen. He's missed. His knife. Two guys are wrestling on the floor and trying to sort it out. Dia, being quicker with a laser pistol, can shoot again. So, uh, 10 or more. 19. It's an excellent hit. It's d6 plus 6. 10 is a critical wound. He's got four of those boxes. He's now at minus three penalties when he's attacking. Good shot. Captain Manx. Oh, shot again. Oh, I am. 22. Stellar hit. D8 plus 6. Rolls 14 damage. A second crit. <laughs> and then Benito Riccardi. I'm going to have. Screw this. <laughs> uh, he's going to take a 2 meter step back and then open up with his rifle. And he's going to aim. And now he just requires a 10 or more. Got a 19. That's an excellent hit. It's 2 to 12 damage on the the big boy. Kudon, 11, is a third critical hit, he can only take more, one more and he's down. <laughs> nice one Benito. Kudon to act. Kudon's gonna, what does he do? He readies his um, blaster, one impulse, and then he can act again and he's gonna open up with it on Benito. Take the guy down. 16 or more to hit. <laughs> Minus one in total is a miss. Next to act, he is target. Yeah, he's taking a shot down the corridor. Um, D4, twenty-two stellar hit. D6 plus six. Ten takes him out. Blast slams into Cludon's uh, back, and the guy crumples to the ground, dead. Whew! Scene over. Sirens begin to sound, filling the hangar bay with a deafening scream. Lights flash and a great rumbling wells from the floor and walls of the hangar bay. Then you notice the source of the rumble. The blast doors begin to slide, slowly slide close, blocking off the bay's exit to space. You have only moments before the doors slam shut and trap you within the space station. Warning! Warning! A computerised voice announces over the blare of the sirens and the rumble of the closing blast doors. The hangar bay blast doors are closing. No vessels may enter or exit at this time. Repeat. Warning. Warning. To be continued.
This has been a Solo Journal episode for Solo Module Month. My name's Che Webster. This is Roleplay Rescue bonus episode, and I'll see you next time.